Welcome to the Men of Iron podcast, equipping men for their mentorship journey. The purpose of the podcast is to provide you with discussion and practical advice to help you grow in your faith, family, friends, fitness, and finances. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the Men of Iron podcast. We are back for episode 51 and we are still recording remotely. We are not at supply. As you can see, <laughs> if you're listening, we are recording via Zoom. So I'm here with Garrett Barbush and Justin Watkins. What's up, boys? Just uh, living the dream as much as you can, Stevie. Living the dream as much as you can. Trying to keep things in perspective and count my blessings, man. Yeah, well, thank you for technology because this is great, man. We can still get on here via Zoom and, um, yeah, get some content out to our mentors and protégés. I'm excited about that. J-Dub, I mean, what are your thoughts? Because anytime I get to see you, whether it be in person or face-to-face, I just I, I feel like my, my, my load is less. I just, I don't know. I just feel very blessed when I see you, J-Dub. Wow, that, that means a lot. I uh, I don't know what to say. I'm I'm speechless. Well, maybe could you actually? Can we just get really honest for a second, Steve? Can we just go off script here a little bit? Jada, could you just fill our listeners in a little bit on what you're dealing with right now, in case something does happen during the podcast that everyone's like, "Wow, I wish this man would get control of his house." What I'm what yeah. I'm waiting for before J Dub does this, I'm waiting for that you know that viral video of the guy on I forget for CNN or NBC News where the the baby comes scooting through the door. <laughs> And then Annie chasing after. I'm waiting for that to happen at the Watkins residence. Yeah, the only thing would be instead of a cute little kid like play, coming in, it would be a uh, this this monster of a six year old girl who would be screaming and throwing things possibly. Uh, so yeah, I was just telling the guys like we have our our middle, our, our six year old is a handful emotionally, very hard to keep her kind of calmed down. She spirals quickly. And I, I'm on our second floor, but I can hear it rumbling down below. I can hear the rumbles of a six-year-old tantrum. So if you hear anything like that, it's it's just our six-year-old. Is it well, like <clears throat> is it like that Jurassic Park scene where your water is just like vibrating on the table? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I J Dub, I don't. I've never dealt with that. Our kids behave and obey me 100 percent of the time. So. Uh, anytime you just yeah I, well, there's probably some mentorship material here so just let me know whenever you would like some of that I was well, gonna gee, say that's, I was that's evident that. of your love for Jesus so uh, maybe Justin's just falling a little short on that I don't know <laughs> I, I was just gonna say I'm, I'm sure they they listened to you perfectly over the last five days when you were up in the mountains exactly right see that's the key right there I I separated myself and yeah it was it was a perfect win on my end <laughs> I came home yesterday from the mountains and uh, my I like sit on the couch and I was holding the girls and I started to doze off and Eden's like, don't you dare fall asleep right now after you've been gone for five days. Uh, man, I'm, I'm, I can't, what can I say? I'm tired. It was a long weekend. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Well, Stevie, let's move on. I, I derailed us there a little bit. I'm sorry. Man, it's all right. Well, just a quick, as we start every podcast, just a quick celebrate the wins. What do you got for us, Jeremy? Well, uh, this is going to be, uh, by the time this podcast is released, uh, we will have our fourth child in, in the world here. Um, this, uh, this Thursday, we're scheduled for a C-section. 
we will have uh, he's a it's a boy so uh, we're still we're still working on on, a, on the J name for those who are not aware uh, Jethro my, Jethro I actually I threw that out um, Jenna did not like that so my wife Jenna and then our kids are Jansen Jara and Jalen so we got to go with a J for uh, for baby number four we haven't completely agreed yet on what his name will be. But that will be a win. It will also be uh, the next challenge uh, in our lives, adjusting to a newborn with three other kids in the midst of coronavirus. So it's, it's a great timing. What about Justin Jr.? Someone, someone suggested that we could call him JJ, and then, and then it could be JJ Watt. And then, you wow. Know, you know, there'd be a lot of expectations for him to be a, a big, beefy man, though. Just like big, his dad, right? Big beefy man with silver, silver hair, <laughs> hairy arms. All right, we're uh, getting off, that, off trail yeah, here. Tangent, <laughs> tangent. What do you got, G? Um, Stevie, man, a win right now. I just feel grateful that, um, yeah, I, I feel grateful for um, just health, man. To be quite honest with you, um, that's my win. Uh, there's a lot of people that are right now that. Um, they're without jobs. Um, you know, there's a lot of unknown. Um, and obviously there's a lot of unknown for men of iron in this season. We don't know how this will impact businesses and donations and philanthropy. And, but I just have a piece, man. I just, I don't know. I had this supernatural piece. Um, so when I mean health, I mean, yes, physical, but I also mean just like mental, emotional, spiritual health as well. Um, I just have a piece that this whole thing is short term. It's going to be a reset for a lot of people. Uh, and I think we're going to see a lot of restoration from it all. So uh, I think it's going to be God's way of kind of bringing his children back to focusing on what's really important. So that's my, that's my win. That's good, man. Yeah. For my win, um, kind of like I said, at the beginning of the podcast, thank, thank God for technology to be able to, to still meet and, um, you know, record these podcasts and see your pretty faces. And on that note, um, as, as, Along with our mentorships as well, just, you know, the other day, being able to get on FaceTime uh, with my mentor and, you know, still meet for an hour and still talk about our goals and what's going on in life and being able to pray for each other and, and uh, yeah, still have that brotherhood in, in time of one-to-one uh, meeting, even when, you know, everybody's kind of locked down and people aren't traveling and not getting together. And I'm uh, looking forward to my meeting this week as well with my protege. So that's my win. Thanks for sharing, boys. Today's podcast is a good one. I'm excited for that. We're talking about developing leaders in your business through mentoring. So this is for the business owner, the leader. I think this is also for the mentor and protege. I'm excited to to dive into this and really see how we can help help organizations and businesses. And um, yeah, we'll talk about more of, of why business or why mentoring, formal mentoring programs are great for businesses. Um, there's a stat out there from the Association for Talent Development that says 70% of Fortune 500 companies have some type of mentoring program, which I thought was a pretty strong number. Um, if I had to guess, I wouldn't have said 70%. And and 25% of smaller companies do. So obviously that's a much, much smaller number. Um, but why, gee, if you could start us out, why is a formal mentoring program in a business so important and why should businesses be doing it? 
Yeah, and I'm not going to sit here and I don't want to use this podcast time to argue with statistics, but you know, I think a lot of businesses or business owners for that matter, and this is just from my own experience, but you know, they say they've got a mentoring program in place, um, but it's a very kind of niche mentoring focus, meaning, oh, well, we're going to put you with your manager so that you know how to box widgets properly, right? And that's how he's going to mentor you. Um, you know, I think there's a huge gap right now, actually. And again, this is just from my personal experience going all over the country and talking to different business owners uh, and different men. There's a huge gap right now. And I think there's a huge opportunity for businesses and workplaces to establish formal mentoring programs, not just for the um, workplace, meaning not just for their career path, but I think more holistically. And, and I think the five Fs that we use is, is really relevant uh, where you've got faith, family, friends, fitness, finances, like how are we as a business or how am I as a business owner helping my people uh, grow um, and continue to grow in their life, not just here at the workplace. And I think that there's so much uh, advantage to businesses that are doing that or that would be open to doing that because I think you're going to help, uh, obviously help grow your people. I think they're going to feel like it's more than Sorry, my earbud just dropped out of my cauliflower ear. Um, I think they're going to feel like they, it's more than just a job. It's more than just a career. Uh, they're coming somewhere that cares about their family, that cares about their finances, that, that cares about more than just the bottom line. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think there's a huge opportunity out there for a lot of businesses. And um, we can see it now, the millennial generation, particularly those, those in their twenties and, and early thirties, uh, they're looking to work for companies that um, are, are investing into them more than just going to get their MBA or whatever it might be, but they're looking to invest in them uh, kind of more organically, more holistically. So that that's kind of my, my two cents into why I think this is so needed. Uh, I think a lot of people get, really sensitive to the whole like personal life versus work life. And and I think you see that play out more in big business and corporate. Um, but I think in particular, small businesses have a great opportunity to say, Hey, what can we do um, to come at this from a um, whole life perspective uh, for our employees? How do we put them with people that are going to help challenge them uh, that are going to invest into them? and help them grow in their faith, family, friends, fitness, and finances. And then there's always the challenge of faith and business and how does that play out and demographics of male and female. Like I, I get all the challenges with it, but I, I think that's where a lot of people, they see the hurdle when they stop there. Uh, I think there's a lot of ways that we can jump those hurdles and get over those things. So uh, I think it's very much needed um, for a lot of different reasons, but at, at its core, it's about investing into our people and giving them a place to work that cares about them more than just the professional level, if that makes sense. Yeah, I was uh, looking at a Forbes article about uh, mentorship in the workplace and uh, just this idea that to get the most out of our employees, one of the, one of the key things is not just continuing to, to measure based on just the measures of your work. Uh, the quote reads this, employees reach their full potential when their job also brings intrinsic rewards. The feeling of doing meaningful work that is also connected to their own personal and professional development. Uh, and so there's just so much more that is in, uh, in us as, as individuals besides just being 
workers, right? And, the, and, and so when we can invest in those holistic elements, um, not only just for career development and career path, uh, but caring about goals that you're, you're tracking in your family, you know, your personal fitness, like those things for employers to care about that, that builds a culture that is more holistic in terms of where we want our employees to be and grow in. Uh, and that also pours back into the business because those workers are being cared for more and those, those workers are being invested in. And so there's more that, that comes out. Um, and so there was this case study on a bunch of these fortune 500 companies that were, were doing and implementing mentorship programs. And they found three things, uh, that employees who participated in the program were five times more likely to advance in pay grade and mentors made even more progress. So there is that extra, you know, the outside, Hey, we're, we are getting more, uh, productivity and we are moving up the ladder. Uh, mentees were promoted five times more than those that were not in the program and mentors were, were promoted six times more than those that were not in the program. Uh, and then retention rates were significantly higher for mentees and for mentors uh, versus employees that did not participate. The, the, the statistic is like 70% retention rate for those that were involved in a mentorship program versus only 49%. Uh, for employees that did not participate. And I think there's probably a ton of reasons for that, but you just kind of think reasonably, if you are being invested in by your company and you're finding that you're being valued and you're personally growing as well as professionally growing, you, you're going to be more loyal. You're going to see more value in where you're at. You're going to see more purpose in where you're at. It's not just a job. This is something bigger than that, which I think we should all be thinking through that our work is more than just, you know, getting paid in a, an eight to five, nine to five job. Uh, and so when we're, when an employer is investing in, in his employees in this way, it builds a culture where, okay, this is bigger than just my, my, would you say putting widgets in a box or something? Yeah. It's more than that. I I'm, I'm seeing care for my family and my personal life and my daily work is not just limited to here in the company. It's beyond that. So it's a big deal. Yeah, I think uh, JW made some great points there. I think the thing that stands out the most of what you said is, is yeah, feeling valued and invested in. I mean, that's huge. That's huge for for some for people at their jobs. I mean, you want to feel like you're part of the team. You want to feel wanted. You want to feel valued. Uh, <clears throat> so I think it ultimately, yeah, it it reduces turnover. It uh, develops leaders. Uh, I think it engages your employees. It engages the workforce. Uh, so I think, yeah, there's, there's so many benefits and we could, we could rattle off a whole list. Uh, <clears throat> 75% of, of executives say mentoring has been critical to their career development. So yeah, I just love to hear from you just kind of some uh, personal examples of how mentorship has improved your leadership abilities. Yeah, I, I'll just kind of keep it higher level, but um, come out of college, I, uh, launched my own business and it was probably about the worst time that you could have launched your own business in, in 2007 because the recession pretty much hit <laughs> shortly thereafter. Um, but had a mentor through that, right? Um, then I went into kind of agricultural finance at that point and, and worked for the farm credit system um, and, and really got hired by a guy that saw something in me that I probably didn't see in myself at the time. Um, but I looked at and it's funny. I mean, there was, you know, you, you look at this guy that hired me and he wouldn't mind me saying this on this podcast. I'll send this to him. But, you know, 
there were people who loved them and there were people who hated them. Um, and, and I just kind of happened to be one of those people that like, I saw that his, my best interest was in his mind. Like he was trying to get the most out of me. So I just kind of flocked to him and decided to listen and Hey, this is my boss. And, uh, he poured into me, he invested into me. Um, but he also really challenged me at certain places along the way as well. Um, and, and he helped me kind of grow in that role. Uh, and take responsibility in, in my sales position and, and really helped me thrive, gave me a lot of different opportunities to, whether it was leadership development or personal development or uh, kind of giving me a more of a portfolio to manage, right? Like just really look for ways to kind of stretch me and make me uncomfortable at times, but then was always there to support me when I, when I needed him. So I look at him, he was a huge role, uh, played a huge role in, in mentorship in my life. Um, I would say now, like with Men of Iron, I'm, I, I really not only leaning on the staff for those peer-to-peer mentorships, but um, our board of directors um, and almost every single one of them are business owners. Um, and so I look at my relationship with these guys, uh, founder, Brian Zemer, um, you know, Dave Zillig, a business owner in the Tampa area, uh, Steve Capiferi. These guys have all played significant roles in my life. And there's a couple of things that they've done that as we were preparing for this podcast, I, I wanted to make sure, um, number one, almost all of them, there's times throughout the year where they'll extend an invitation to me, uh, whether that's, Hey, let's grab dinner. Uh, Hey, why don't you come to my, why don't you come to my house for a weekend or, or whatever it may be. Um, there's always an invitation from them. So they're very intentional. These guys are business owners, guys. These guys are busy, right? They're busy. They've got their own families. They've got their own companies, their own employees. And so anybody that says that mentorship, um, they don't have time for it is absolutely full of it. They're full of baloney because there's the best mentors, uh, regardless of how busy they are, make time for things that are important to them. And so it's got to be important to you. These guys extend some sort of invitation that uh, is requiring me to travel with them, right? And, and to, to utilize my time wisely, but it's also taking time out of their schedule for me. So they, they extend an invitation. Um, there's a sense of, um, I don't want to say like generosity that comes from these guys as well, meaning they're going to pay for a meal or they're going to pay for my weekend of wherever we go. Right. Like, and I'm not saying that's a necessary item for every mentor, but it's consistent in my mentors is that there's an invitation. There's a lot of generosity that's modeled by these guys. Um, and then there's like, it's very much, uh, honest, honesty and truth comes out. Even if it's the things that's hard for them to say and hard for me to hear, I can't tell you how many times there's been situations where they've called me or we've met and they've, kind of, you know, called out my blind spots, um, or, Hey, this is what I'm seeing in you right now. It's not healthy, you know, uh, and they're kind of poking the fire a little bit, you know, they're kind of prodding me in the ribs. Um, but I, that's a consistent thing with these guys, but it's always done in love, right? Like it's always with my best interest in mind. Um, so I think that there's some consistent things that have come from those relationships where these guys are willing to make an invitation. They're willing to be generous they're willing to ask the hard questions. Uh, they're willing to love even when they're, you know, tied up with other things. Like these are consistent things. And what it's done for me is it's helped me understand that, listen, these guys have made this decision to do this for me in this business setting. I've got to be willing to be that for somebody else. Um, and so I, that's how I've really seen it. It's benefited my marriage, having these mentors. It's benefited me as a, as a boss. Um, it's benefited my generosity. It's, it's stretched me. It's made me uncomfortable to be extra generous with those that are in my life. 
Um, and I think overall, you look at how that multiplies, there's no negative from it. It's all positive. It's all impacting the kingdom. Uh, and I think more of us in the, in the marketplace and the business world need to be doing it. That's great, G. Yeah, it all comes back to an investment as a business owner, leader, mentor. Are you willing to invest um, in your employees? Are you willing to invest in another man? And, um, you know, as that protege or employee, are you willing to be invested into uh, we're going to hear a word from our sponsor, uh, but after the break, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about uh, obviously a formal mentoring program in business and kind of give these guys some practical advice. All right, guys. Shout out to Brookside Brothers, today's sponsor of our podcast. Brookside Brothers are a full-service residential remodeler serving the Lancaster, PA area since 1999. These guys have tackled many jobs, big and small, and will work with you through the entire process to ensure you get the exact space that you've been dreaming of. Head on over to Instagram at brookside.brothers to check out some of their incredible projects, and you can go to brooksidebrothers.com for your next home project. Thanks, guys. Hi, this is Justin Barbush from Mannheim, PA, with your Mentor Minute. I'd like to talk to you very briefly about growing leaders and how mentorship in your workplace can grow leadership. As I think back over my athletic career, I think of many different coaches who spoke into my life. A good coach does a couple things. First off, a good coach helps you see your potential. They make you believe in yourself. The second thing that they do is they help you put a plan in place to reach your potential. Let's take that, those same two concepts and apply it to the workplace. You're leading people. You have a team of people around you. They need to know what they're good at. And you need to make sure that they're in that spot, in their sweet spot, doing what they're good at. The second thing is they might need help with a plan. How do you get them to execute and do that plan and reach their potential? If you can do those two things, watch your business grow. We are back. We are talking about developing leaders in your business through mentoring. I would love to just kind of give that business owner out there, um, G, even the employee, the leader, the mentor, um, just some practical advice uh, about where do I start? You know, they, they hear, they're listening to this podcast. Maybe they're reading the Forbes article. They're hearing these statistics about, you know, how important a mentoring program is for business. Where can they start? Yeah, uh, well, I think, again, this is just my personal opinion, um, but I think it comes down to looking at your business and understanding, number one, like, okay, the, the idea of bringing a mentorship program within the walls of your business is, for lack of a better term, like, it's, it's a sexy idea, right? Like, it, people are drawn to it. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Um, I think at the end of the day, we can either tend to um, overcomplicate the process or we don't kind of structure it enough, right? And so it can either be, in my mind, too formal or too informal. And so you got to find the balance there. But it really does start with making sure that this is going to be important to me. And I understand that as the business owner, this falls on my shoulders. This is my responsibility to make sure that this is going to last. Um, and if you don't have that capacity or that willingness or desire, don't do it because you're probably going to do more damage than good if it falls apart, if that makes sense. Um, but I think at the core where it starts with is your organization's values. So you've got to look at, hey, what are the values that we've established within our organization? You know, at Men of Iron, we have the acronym of PRAISE. 
Uh, it spells out of that values, you know, that, that we want to live by. So we actually look at those values as one of the first things um, when we're hiring somebody. We say, hey, can this person live out these values, right? Can they be passionate? Um, you know, can they be relevant? Are they audacious in, in how they think and plan? Um, you know, are they savior centered, right? Like, do they have a relationship with Jesus Christ? So you go down through all these different values and you say, can Justin Watkins, can Steve Glick, this guy that's, you know, being hired for this job, can they live these out? So you've got to start with your values. And the reason I'm starting there is because you've got to look at the people in your organization that are living those values out. And I think those have to be your mentors, right? Because first and foremost, you're doing this in the walls of your business. If mentors in your organization aren't living out your values, this thing is going to blow up quickly in your face. And so, you know, just a just a word of advice, I guess, or uh, take this for what it is. But at Men of Iron, you know, we evaluate all of our employees every 90 days in those values, and we give direct feedback to them uh, on a rating system on, hey, this is how well you're living these values out here. So you look at that. And I think you got to make sure that you have values in place before you establish mentors. And I think a lot of times you're going to go, a, a business's uh, natural instinct is to find the people that are tenured, that have been there the longest to mentor. Um, I, I'm not saying that that's not wise. There's, there's relevancy in that and there's wisdom in that. But I think you ultimately got to look at who here is living out these values. Uh, let's establish those as mentors. So I think that's, that's per point one. Um, and, and I think you look at what do we want to establish here? Do we want to see that our employees or do we want to at least give employees the opportunity to grow holistically, faith, family, friends, fitness, and finances, or is it job specific? That's the second component that you've got to understand. Um, and, you know, I would say, especially with this millennial generation hitting the workforce, they're going to be looking to work for employers, employers that are caring more about their life as a whole than they do about their specific role in that company. There's very good mentoring programs that are role specific or department specific. And I think those things are needed, but I think we have to look broader as business owners and we have to say, Hey, how do I, how am I going to assure, um, you know, that this key employee coming in, this future hire of ours knows that he's cared about or she's cared about, at a more holistic level. So uh, those are two things I would say, start with your values and then understand what do you want your mentoring program to be? What do you want this thing to be? Is it job specific or is it life specific? And, and I think those are two crucial parts that you're, you're going to need to figure out. That's good. J-Dub, any practical advice you can give our viewers and listeners out there? Yeah. I mean, that. Uh... G covered a lot of really good ground there. I think the, uh, you know, like, like you referred to, I mean, such a big part is figuring out what the, what, what is the purpose? What, 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 like, are we doing this just job specific? We're doing holistic. What, what kind of expectations and what kind of structure are we putting onto it? Cause there are different programs. And I think just like we talk about even just in personal mentorship relationships, if there's not clear expectations and some sort of intentionality in what is going to happen, it falls apart and it's going to be very evident uh, in, in your workforce that you're just doing this because you heard it on a podcast or you thought it was a good idea. Uh, you really do need to think it through. How are we going to, what's the purpose? What's the, what's the process and who are the people? Um, how are we going to mentor? How are we going to pair up mentors uh, in, in our process like this? 
Um, and thinking through all three of those things, purpose, process, and people, um, if you don't think that through and have a plan before you launch it, then, then don't do it. Don't just push this out and rush it before those things are squared away. Um, because then there's no, there's no point in doing it at all. Um, and so that would just be my advice is thinking those things through ahead of time, spelling them out, uh, giving that option. Um, you know, I don't know if, even in that plan, whether or not you force everyone to do that um, and be a part of it or just offer it. Again, I think most of the companies that are doing it are, are, are offering it. It's a, it's a benefit. It's not a, it's not a mandate. Um, and those that, again, opt in to do that have shown to be success, more successful in the process versus those that opt out. So uh, thinking that through ahead of time, clearly communicating that to your employees and then rolling it out with an opt-in or opt-out uh, mentality, I think will, will serve you well. Yeah, for, um, you know, for the employee out there uh, in the company, you know, we're not talking, we talk to the business owner, but for the employee out there, I love G's example of, uh, of his previous job and just kind of, um, you know, like he said, flocking to his, to his boss and, um, he just wanted to, he just wanted to learn from him and grow from him. And it, and I think ultimately G had helped you in, in your career there and in your position there. Um, you know, I think of a story of, of one of my good friends, uh, at, at his company, he told me about, you know, being in the early on in his career there, being in the lunchroom. Um, I think there was a TV in the lunchroom and he's watching a soccer game or something and guy sits next to him and it was a pretty big company and it ended up being, um, the CEO of the company. So they sat there and talked about soccer for, you know, a half hour as they ate lunch. And um, after that uh, meeting, he he had asked his the CEO if he could grab coffee with them, you know, maybe next Wednesday or whatever. And it ended up being this kind of informal um, meeting slash mentoring program um, with him and his boss and obviously developed a relationship with them. And it kind of catapulted his career. So I think for that guy out there that's, that's in a company and, and they don't have a formal mentor and program, I would say just, yeah, seek out that person. It doesn't have to be the CEO. That's probably a good, <laughs> good start, but uh, yeah, seek out, you know, that, that person a season ahead of you um, at your company and just ask them. It's kind of like what we encourage guys out there to do um, through men of iron is just, you know, find that person in your life, a season ahead of you that you, you want to emulate, you know, you want to emulate him as a father, a husband, you know, when we're talking about mentoring in, in business, you want to emulate him uh, in, in your company, in your career, just go up and ask them, man. That's, that's where it starts. Um, so yeah, I don't know if you guys have any, have any advice as we, so we close out here for that guy in the company, that employee, and you know, they don't have a formal mentoring program, how he can kind of get started in a mentorship within his company. Yeah, it's, it's tough. I mean, you know, if you're, if your company doesn't offer it, um, it's one of those things where, hey, guess what? Men of Iron does. Um, so we can, you can use our resources. You can menofiron.org. Yeah, menofiron.org. Um, you can use our resources. You can use our training, and you can find your own mentor. All right. I think I don't want to downplay the fact that there's some men out there that maybe have no idea where to start and find their own mentor. They have no, you know, positive role model in their life from from a male perspective, but. You know, those are few and far between. So I think we all can go somewhere to find that. And I think we just have to be, a, there's going to be a willingness to do that. I would say this, Steve, to end here, here's my kind of overall thoughts on this, on why this is so vital. Um, employers, business owners, you guys desperately want to have people that are fully bought into your mission, right? Um, and we as employees, sometimes we want to be, work for a place where we're fully bought into a mission. 
Um, I think that happens more effectively when we cut that line of work-life balance. And we need to understand that, you know, I had a, a executive coach this past year through uh, the North group. And he really challenged me to say, Garrett, there's no such thing as work-life balance. There's life balance. And there's our jobs uh, that God has called us to do and that he's called us to steward. And then there's our families, right? And there's our other responsibilities that we have that God's called us to steward well and to have responsibility over. And it all comes together as one. Um, it's not this like, oh, well, I work from eight to five and then I'm done. Like, that's not truly... <laughs> A calling, right? Like a calling is stewarding everything together and saying, hey, this is all, everything that God's given me is kind of in this pot. I'm going to stir it up and I'm going to balance everything really well. Um, and so there's different seasons where things are more hectic than others. But I think we as employers, as business owners, we need to create an atmosphere and create a culture where we help our employees understand that, listen, we care about your life balance. Okay. We don't just care about your work balance. We care about your life balance. And then from the employee standpoint is understanding that, you know what, um, I need to care more than just my work balance, right? I need to care more than just my family balance. I need to, I need to understand that the job that God has given me, he's called me to steward well. And part of that stewardship is everything else that comes with it. So um, I think that's why mentorship is so crucial is because we need a lot of help and staying balanced. We need accountability. We need that balance. We need that spiritual growth. And I think mentorships in the workplace allow it to happen. That's so good, boys. Uh, thank you for, for joining me on the podcast. Um, J-Dub, we uh, forgot to do this last time. He called us out. We forgot to close out with prayer. And John Hillard would not be happy with us. So, J-Dub, close us out. You got it. And I'm, uh, I'm going to post my prayers. going to come from uh, a psalm, Psalm 46. I'm just actually going to read some of those verses, especially in this time. So God, we just thank you for the opportunity to continue to come to you and know that you are God and you are faithful and that you are still in control, even when life seems chaotic, even when things are unknown, uh, we know that you are still on your throne. And so I read these couple verses from Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength and ever help and ever present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Amen. Mm. that's so good um as we close as we close out boys um i just love to read a review we recently got on apple podcasts um five-star review shout out to who's the reviewer bill boland shout out to bill boland with the five-star review but uh it's captioned men so need this talking about the podcast says, while I have not gotten started yet on my mentorship protege process, this ministry is super encouraging, and I'm thrilled to see this kind of focus. I have a strong desire to mentor other men, but I'm taking a protege role to experience that side of things for the next year before becoming a mentor. Go, Bill. This podcast is very helpful, gives practical advice, and is adjusting and flexible as it grows. So shout out to Bill. That was one of the coolest uh, reviews we've had as of late. Uh, so we just love you guys for listening and tuning in and watching, even 
kind of during this chaotic time where we're um, outside of our normal routine. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, we just love, we love seeing your reviews. So please, it, it, it helps us a ton um, for visibility on, on Apple podcasts and other platforms. So if you're, if you're listening right now on Apple, Apple podcasts, take the time to hit the subscribe button and uh, give us a five-star review. J-Dub loves five-star reviews. Thanks guys. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Men of Iron podcast. To get started in a one-to-one or microgroup mentorship, go to menofiron.org.